bog standard. Oh, okay. Bog standard. How, bog standard. What What does that mean for you? Okay. Welcome to the English Waffle. Hello and welcome to the English Waffle, a podcast aimed at advanced English language learners who want to improve their listening skills by listening to real conversations. My name's Owen and in each episode, Mike and I do a bit of waffling about a tip, particular topic. In this episode, Mike and I are talking about idioms. Um, it's pretty simple, really. Mike brings an idiom, um, asks me if I can explain it, and then if I can guess its origins. Where does it come from? And then I do the same with my own idiom. Make sure you listen to the end of the conversation for more information about the English Waffle website, transcripts and quizzes, uh, to help you support your own listening. Let's get waffling. Welcome to the English Waffle, where we'll talk about random stuff. We'll take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough that listening to the waffle is an entertaining way of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in. Ten minutes of English listening. Essentially, if something's bog standard, then it is nothing special. It's, it's you may you buy a computer, for example. Uh, you might say to your your friend, "Well, yeah, I got a computer the other day. What kind of computer? Oh, it's just you know your bog standard mm, PC. Yeah, you know? no frills attached. No, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, An interesting one." So, where do you think bog standard came from? Yeah, do you, do you think it's a new phrase? Have we used it? Like, is it is it like something that goes back a hundred years, two hundred years, three hundred years, or or more recently than that? Do you think? Um, so I should point out at the moment I know the answers to this because I'm sitting here with Google. <laughs> <laughs> Owen doesn't. Oh, I but thought, the tables will turn. I thought you just you just knew without having to look it up. It was just part of your vast uh, reservoir of knowledge. Reservoir of knowledge, yeah. No, um, well, I obviously bog. The first, that word bog. Uh, the first thing I think of, the association I have, is with a toilet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the English word bog. That's the first thing I think of. Is yeah. it is a slang word, isn't it? For yeah. The toilet. Yeah. We'd maybe not in used in America, but we'd certainly no. use it in Britain. Yeah. 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 We say I'm going to the bog. Yeah. Yeah. But then the next thing I think of after that. Uh, I'm not sure if this is related to the toilet meaning of the word, but I think of a bog as in uh, an area of marshy land and the countryside. As well, yeah. 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 So the bog is, as you say, an area of wetland around... Right. Uh, typically, yeah, like a, a small pool of water, isn't right. it, a bog? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so where, how quite how that means something ordinary, uh, I mean, you could relate you could, the connection with the toilet, maybe. It's not very good. It's not very nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> is, yeah, is yeah. So that is important. one theory. Yeah. You've got, you got, yeah. well, you got okay. 50% okay. of the theory. <laughs> uh, 50% of the, uh, <laughs> there's, two, there's two theories as to the origin of that expression, bog standard. One of them yeah. is... A toilet. Yeah, it's not very nice, is it? Just, it's bog standard. Everybody's got to have a toilet. Everybody's got to have yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. We don't, don't want to go don't too really want one. You don't want a golden one or anything, do you? You don't want a golden throne. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, okay. 
And where does it come from? So the second the second theory yeah. is that it came from this expression of <clears throat> box standard. Oh. B-O-X standard and that and was mispronounced. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah. So something was box, box standard box would standard. be yeah. something that came in the box and, and coming like products that were that were coming straight from the box. So what you've got there, it's really interesting because that's very relevant for actually the podcasts and for the listeners. This happens quite a lot with when with in connected speech when you're joining words together. Uh, obviously the k sound has kind of been weakened to a g. So instead of having that strong sound k, uh, it's quite quite uh, fricative. English listening, isn't it? No, it's not. Um, it's a plosive sound, not a fricative. It's made through explosion, not friction. Um, so k and g are made in the, the velar um, part of the mouth. Um, not like words like f and v, which are different location in the mouth, but also are fricatives. They're made with vibration. Just a bit of fact-checking there, uh, just in case there are any... Um, teachers or linguists out there who uh, will get quite frustrated uh, by us giving incorrect information. Um, and of course, uh, Mike very kindly didn't contradict me in the uh, episode with his extensive knowledge of English phonology. And he just makes this noise. Mm-hmm. The, the, you've got a very good uh, right at the back of the, of the right at the back of the throat. Yeah. yeah. And that might have over time have been. Yeah. How interesting. Well, well, interesting. Well, what would be interesting is to know when it was kind of coined, because obviously spelling hasn't always been so uh, stable. You know, where, where we spell things. Right. Was it? Was it a recent? Um, that I origin? don't know. I'd have to do more research. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in the perhaps of the episode, we're going to go up to you now. You've got an idiom for me. Well, I have. Yeah. And actually, this is a good one because I mean. Uh, Box standard. I don't know how frequent it is, but I haven't I haven't heard anyone say it for years. Good one. That's a um, good measure of it. So to say how frequently used these idioms are. You you've been, have you not heard it used? Not for before? years. I mean, I haven't been in the country for years. So maybe. Okay. Maybe so I'd say that was. I'm going to give like a rate of ten being very frequently used, one being kind of something that you'd hear two hundred years ago almost, or something that your granny would use. Uh, I'd put that up as a seven, actually. Yeah, okay, I'd, I'd say it was fairly high. I think I'd the... say, uh, yeah, you know, I've bought this computer, but it's just a yeah. box standard one. Yeah. It does it does yeah, the yeah. basics. Yeah. It's box standard. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's quite interesting because mm. I think people's perceptions of what is quite frequent very often are completely wrong. So and and and, and differ between depending on who you talk to. So maybe we'll have to we'll have to look that one up. But um, my one. Yeah. I think this is quite common, especially in media. When I'm listening to podcasts, I'm listening to people being interviewed. Uh-huh. I hear this quite a lot. And it's um, when push comes to shove. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, which is pretty common, right? I yeah. Mean, what do you think it means, Mike? Uh, for me, when push comes to shove, it means... When everything is being taught, when 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 we've talked about everything, at, it's kind of like at the end of the day when push comes to shove, it's like uh, 
we've we've talked the talk. We've done. Let's get to the action now. When push comes to shove, okay, that's, that's what it kind of means to me. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's essential. I I think I had it wrong. I I I, I had in my mind. I thought of kind of a a, a moment of conflict, physical physical violence, maybe, where essentially you start with pushing, ah. <laughs> and things gradually escalate to shoving. Which, right. is, which, as we know, a push can be quite gentle. A shove is quite a strong push. Yeah, shove is when you really use a forceful push, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. You shove something. Yeah. Normally, someone yeah. shoves someone. Yeah. So I, 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 for for a long time, I've thought that m- meant that um, once things get serious, and then I, I suppose when I think about the context, it is about what you actually do, isn't it? So you're you're absolutely right. It is about. First of all, talking about stuff, mm. uh, but then moving on to the idea of what, what are you going to do about it? Mm. When, when it actually comes time to do something. Ah, you know. so where does the origin of that come from? My uh, mind mm. goes into perhaps the idea of a fight. Like, wow, that's weird. <laughs> like, it's like a, when, when, when we're stopping kind of tickling each other, pushing each other, when's, when's that going to become more es- escalating into, into a conflict? Yeah. 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 Well, it's interesting. It, it comes from um, 19th century African-American usage. So it's, um, I was not it's expecting that. It's quite old, and it's, it's mainly colloquial, so it's not, it's not something that was written down for a long time. Right. Um, and as you said, you know, it's when action is backed up by words. Sorry, action. No, it's saying that action must be backed up by words. Uh, but anyway, this this comes from comes from the. US. And where would you say the on the on the scale of usage? Where would you say push comes to shove? Come. My own experience. I mean, I don't know about everyday life. I certainly haven't really heard anybody in my uh, meeting people in in the village or the college. I haven't heard anybody using the phrase, but but I've heard it quite a lot on the me- in the media. Yeah. 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 What 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 you know? Brexit negotiations come to when push comes to shove. What's going to be the effect of Britain leaving the UK? For example, when all of the the, the chat around it has has died down. That, for example. So well, we hope you find that interesting. The two the the uh, history of two idioms in Britain. Let's know what you think and uh, we'd like to hear from you if you have any idioms in your language your native language uh that you'd like to share happy waffling yeah see you later guys see you later welcome to the english okay so that was another discussion um about two idioms um many of the things i buy are pretty bog standard Uh, i don't tend to get anything that's particularly special or expensive um if i buy a car which i don't do very often um it's probably going to be a bog standard model. Um, for the other idiom, uh, when push comes to shove, I think I need to clarify, uh, or in fact correct something I said. Um, in my defence, there are often inaccuracies in normal conversations, so we uh, sometimes say things that are not true or just completely uh, incorrect. Um, I said action must be followed by words, um, but it should quite clearly be words must be followed by action. So we tend to say things uh, um, 
in when we're in a safe environment but when it comes to actually dealing with the situation uh, we don't always follow through with action so i don't know how we didn't notice that one but um there you go that's the kind of thing uh that you can write in and tell us about so how do you do that well go to our websites englishwaffle.co.uk um you can contact us in the contact section um you can also find uh, quizzes and transcripts uh, that you can use to check your understanding um, try to do the quizzes first uh, and then see the transcript afterwards to, to check uh, what it is you perhaps didn't understand um, and yeah I mean did you did you find that useful how much did you understand we need to hear from you um, a great way to stay in touch and to help us grow the the English waffle community is to go to the page where it says um, Listen for free and subscribe to the podcast. Send us your email address. Uh, and that way you'll receive messages from us about new episodes um, and any other news that we have. Um, and that's it for this week. So uh, thanks for listening and keep waffling. Welcome to the English Waffle where we'll talk about random stuff. We'll take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough. That listening to the waffle is an entertaining way of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in for ten whole earth in minutes of English listening.